just fix these wires here. Oh, I'm a big wire guy. I see. I see. <laughs> I'm all wired up. Uh, you know, I'm wired up to talk about this episode. <laughs> I truly am. Literally. I truly am. It's, you know, I, I like to beat around the bush a little bit at the beginning, but this episode is so good. I just want to talk about it right away. Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's dig into it. I think it would be disingenuous to talk about something else. <laughs> We're ignoring the elephant in the room if we had too much of a bullshit up front. So <laughs> let's welcome everyone to the podcast. Yeah. Welcome back to Avatar The First Viewing. We got a theme song and it sounds like this. <laughs> welcome back everybody to Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where your first time watcher of the show Avatar The Last Airbender goes through and watches the entire series from start to finish alongside an Avatar expert. I'm your Avatar expert, Eli. And I am your Avatar newbie. My name is Peter. Welcome back to the show. And today we watch season three, episode six. The title was The Avatar and the Fire Lord. Avatar and the Fire Lord. And we, such a good episode. We learned so much, so much stuff that I have just been hiding from you for so long has come to light yeah dude like oh my god i have chills thinking about it i i really think like from the moment that i clicked on the episode and saw the title yeah to the moment that the episode ended my jaw was like just open and Mm -hmm. i was just a kid not a kid in the candy store even just like I just, ah, man, I don't know. I just felt like brother or sister like takes you to like the high school before you're in high school and you're like looking around like, whoa, like the lockers are bigger here. Such a good way of putting it. it, That's just how it felt, man. It's just like, oh shit. Like this is like all the shit that the adults knew that like we didn't know, you know? The world has expanded so much in this episode. Yeah. You learn so much about characters that you've known for a long time. It's like, that's why... Ah, it's all making sense now, you know? Yeah. Overall thoughts beaming is what is what we can say. Accurate. Oh, man. That's the overall Im- impression I feel. I think overall thoughts on the episode, I mean, they just know how to kind of jangle the keys of fun, delightful Avatar, the bread and butter, what you love, like the penguin sweating vibe, mm-hmm. penguin sledding vibe. Because I wasn't annoyed that the plot wasn't progressing. I wasn't annoyed that they mm. weren't telling you more stuff. And then, bam, whoopah. <laughs> it just, uh, they just hit us with it all at once. But, like, yeah. it's not plot progression. It's world. It's more world building and... Character building. Character building. And, mm-hmm. um, like, they're giving you a lot of the history before Avatar. Yeah. Aang the Avatar kind of comes into the picture. I really liked it because... It really did feel like when you like that feeling when you're growing up and like you get out of college and like after your first job or two, you really realize like the world is so much bigger than you. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. like you're just so small. And I Mm -hmm. think my Messiah complex and my narcissism and like, just like, you know, we're self-centered creatures. Most of us, I am. (laughs) I think like, you know, I really resonate with like Zuko's journey and like Aang's journey. And even in their own journey, we learned that like, they're just like a continuation of yeah. others' narratives and journeys, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get into it, man. It's a great fucking episode, both in terms of like the Avatar world and, and, and the plot, but more in terms of like what this show is st- trying to say about 
balance mm-hmm. and living life. Exactly. Um, uh, it's just, yeah. it's all coming together. And I just love when this show does that, but let's go over everything. I know there's going to be a lot of predictions, but let's first go over our newbie recap. Yep. Yep. Newbie recap. Oh gosh. Basically we learn how the fire nation ended up attacking and becoming imperialist across the four nations. Mm-hmm. We get a glimpse of like the four nations lived in harmony. And basically it all comes down to Fire Lord Shozen and Avatar Sozen Ro- and Avatar mm-hmm. Roku, who were childhood friends growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think I I don't know if I predicted this exactly, but like it was kinda like that where like You did. You oh, said did that I? they would be some like yeah, buds, yeah. Essentially. but yeah 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 um not you know not like a huge prediction but like they're childhood friends and then they grow apart right like they both mm-hmm. kind of live into their duties of one being an avatar one being like fire lord and to, and to have very different schools of thought about avatar roko obviously wants the four nations to live in harmony um mm-hmm. interestingly enough fire lord sozin says oh we're in this unprecedented era of prosperousness and like wealth and and happiness we should share our <laughs> prosperity with the rest By of the world. By force. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the way that we learn all this stuff is through, on the Aang side, he has a dream where Roku's like, all right, it's time, bro. Let's, uh, let me yeah. tell you what happened. He beckons him to the island that he kind of like retired to, I guess. Mm. But it was like a village. There's other people living there. Mm-hmm. And Aang goes to that island that's like covered by like magma now. No residence there, and he has a vision there, and that's how he learns of all this. Zuko, on the other hand, he gets like a scroll, like a secret scroll outside his bedroom that says like, oh, you got to learn about your grandpa, which like his great-grandpa is uh, Lord Sozin. And then he puts heat to the scroll and says like, oh, the the secret dark side stories are kept in the Dragonbone catacombs, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, and he reads like Sozin's last words, like journal, and that's how he learns of this. So you kind of get to see the both sides of the perspective, like yeah. because they kind of go back and forth. Roku slaps Sozin on the wrist, clear mm-hmm. like his training montage, and yeah. his aging training montage is probably one of the best sequences. Oh, I think yeah. one of my favorite sequences in, in, in so g- that I can remember. It's so cool to see the whole world. So good. And so Roku good, is such dude. a badass character, and yeah, he Ro- still yeah. feels like his kind of like very stern self. Um, yeah. Although he's a little more like playful, goofy in his younger days, but yeah. during his training montage, he's like he gets fucking yeah. jacked. He gets dude, older. when he's like thirty. Yeah. Like, yeah, and like the respect, like the 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 vibe that they give you with like his masters. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll go back into that, but um, like you think Ang Gang is like really like impressive, but like you see that sequence and you're like, oh, that's what mastery looks like. Yeah, he you had know? he like, had twelve years to yeah master the four elements, right? Yeah, and you, without like an impending thing that he exactly was cramming time for, of right? peace. This is not Avatar cram school. This was like he was like a fully like yeah he was a full ass Avatar. He was mm-hmm. so legit. But he he slaps Sozin on the wrist when like Sozin like took like a colony on, in like the Earth Kingdom or something mm-hmm. and said if you do this like you're gonna you don't want to come at me bro mm-hmm. like, you're gonna regret <laughs> it and he actually kind of embarrasses him right which is kind of an unwise move for mm-hmm. an avatar to like to to have someone that with such a headstrong ego to like yeah. fully undermine their strength and like masculinity and like leave him hanging literally left him hanging on like a Earth rod. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that guy is going to hold a grudge, but yeah. the guy did. So the, so the guy 
what happens is 25 years go by. They're all, but they're both old men. Like they're the, you see, um, I'm all over the place, but you see them young and friends. And then the avatar Roku learns that he's the avatar. He goes away to train for 12 years and then comes back. He's like a seasoned avatar. Sozin is now not the prince, but the, but the king mm-hmm. or, but the fire Lord. Roku gets married to this chick that he was crushing <laughs> on back in the day. During the wedding is when Sozin is like, hey, you want to try this imperialism thing with me? And Avatar's like, yeah. nah, don't do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Later, the col- the colonizing happens. Avatar comes in, wrecks like the palace that he's in, mm-hmm. and then leaves. They don't talk for 25 years. That's when they're like both old men. And like the volcano erupts on mm-hmm. the island that Roku is living in. Uh, Roku evacuates everyone and is like literally fighting the volcano. And yeah. Aang is like... Oh, oh, and Ang is seeing this through like a Scrooge McDuck, like Chris, Ghost of Christmas Path, yeah. past kind of vision. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, "Oh, whoa, you're fighting a volcano and you're winning!" But um, like, it was actually really cool. But like, you know, they they show you how the elements like you can't really beat the elements, right? Mm-hmm. Sozin shows up to help him after 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last moment where they're about to get away, he gets blasted in the face with like a gust of like toxic gas, and uh, Sozin kind of leaves him there to die. Uh, and then kind of a cool visual, the dragon, his dragon comes in and surrounds him as they both get engulfed in the magma. And, mm-hmm. and then like the moment that happens, they flash to Aang being born. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so that's the, like the reincarnation, re- mm-hmm. reincarnation, um, thing, but, and then the rest is kind of history. That's the theme song of like, that's why Fire Lord, Sozin felt very um, comfortable expanding after that. Yeah. He he saw his opportunity to get rid of Roku. He basically outlived him. Yeah. Because he knew Avatar Roku is... He looks, by the looks of it, like much more powerful than Aang in his hey, his heyday. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, thinking about his... the In one, one scene in particular, the water bending thing, he's like, oh yeah, this was really hard for me. But then he like water bends like Aang has never done before uh, yeah. because those are opposing elements, right? Fire and water. And he yeah, still yeah, yeah. is able to, able to master it. But now that uh, Avatar Roku's out of the picture, it's just implied like that's the beginning of the war. We'll get into more of the uh, more likes and dislikes. But yeah, the last thing is that at the very end, Zuko talks to Iroh and Iroh tells him that he's related to Avatar Roku as well. Yeah, so, so cool where... Zuko is like, you sent, you planted the scroll, didn't you? Uh, he goes to Iroh's cell and Iroh doesn't, uh, you know, say yes or no, mm-hmm. which I actually haven't thought about this until just now is like, does that imply that Iroh is able to leave and come back to the cell like whenever he wants? Maybe mm-hmm. I kind of feel like the answer is no. I kind of feel like he has someone on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Iroh is like, Hey, like you have two great grandfathers, don't you? Uh, Roku is also your great grandfather. Yeah. And then like, oh my God, dude. Like, cause this, this is like, uh, this is where I really think about like your life and how you're supposed to live and mm-hmm. you know, all that shit. Like, I think it's hard for Zuko to be like, oh, like the fire nation has always been this imperialistic military thing. And how mm-hmm. would I go against that? Mm-hmm. But like, that's not really the case, right? It's more yeah. like, no, like maybe your destiny is to like, revert the fire nation back to what it used yeah. to be mm-hmm. yeah so I, I i just thought that was like really really cool how they wrote that yeah great episode for zuko he's 
slowly understanding like what is his destiny supposed to be that was a big they really put that in on the paper that he first gets is like you'll find out your destiny yeah, and yeah. he's really starting to question all of that but yeah i mean that <laughs> another thing that you can touch on is since he's roku is his other um great grandfather that means that he's technically it's like he's related to ang technically wait what because he's ang is the same person would you agree um no well i mm, <laughs> i think they're like spirit bonded but i don't think it means that they're like literally related i do think yeah, they are yeah. like if anything they're like brothers kind they're, of they're spiritually related to each other they're spiritually siblings yeah. for sure because they have i mean ang doesn't have a lineage to the fire nation but spiritually right. they're linked together uh and yes. and and uh zuko has these two sides of him he has you know he has his his uh avatar side you know he's he's spiritually linked with that and then he has his imperialistic side right the it's, yeah. it comes about in so many more ways and this is just another way that that the show presents that yes so, yeah it's so cool i yeah, love it i do love think they're yeah i mean uh Z roku uh directly says like some friendships are so strong that they yeah like last more than a lifetime or something you know mm -hmm. or they endure multiple lifetimes yeah I, I think um that was powerful because it was like saying his friendship oh, is this another Cain and Abel motif but anyway like <laughs> his um his friendship with Sozin has continued yeah. through Aang and Aang and Zuko you know? yeah exactly so many ways we can draw this but before we do that yeah predictions there has to be a lot of predictions on this episode can you can you like guide me a little bit? I'm trying to fix my All right, camera predictions. <laughs> All right. So so I think Roku is still an active player in the story, right? He's a yeah, an advisor to Aang. So yes. with this knowledge of what Roku's life was, how do you think that's going to impact what how he's going to guide Aang through his like the end of his the story? Oh boy. I already feel like the bogus thesis is going to be something about generational trauma, but <laughs> um, like smell it coming. Yeah. Uh, how is So your question is how is now that I know like Roku's story, how am I going to guide Ang or how is, he, how would he guide Ang to resolve this fire nation situation? Yeah. What do you think Roku's opinion is on like what Ang needs to do? I think, I think he probably, uh, Ang kind of uh, gave a synopsis at the end, right? Like, Ang was like, because because Katara or Toph was like trying to point out like how Sozin was a piece of shit because yeah. even though they were friends, like he just w waited for that long mm. to betray him. And Ang was like, no, I think it's more about how like we all, including Fire Nation people, have the capacity for great evil or great good. And I think it's about friendships. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that, you know, I think that's both like a mouthpiece thematic statement, but I also think it is like an indicator of where him and Roku's heads are going. Right. So I think yeah. it's to kind of not demolish fire nation, not to all out wage war, you know, Aven Avengers Endgame, but probably yeah. more like coup attack at the head. And then like, hold someone down and like give them therapy by force and like <laughs> force them to see it might be, it might be like, I think I, hmm, this is kind of where I'm going. I think like Zuko is put into power 
But like, there is this moment of like Frodo when he's about to throw the ring okay. away. Yeah. When like Zuko, like Zuko really is like, holy shit, I could. It's like when you go to the good side, it's rarely that like you're going further away from the bad side. Uh-huh. It's really that like you're you're gaining power and you have more and more you have less and less of a force that will that can give you the consequence if you decide to go to the dark side with mm-hmm. the power, right? Yeah. So like I feel like Zuko is going to somehow like hmm. Okay, my prediction's changing a little bit. I think it's less so like, oh, definitively I am part of the Aang gang now and I'm gonna help you Okay. Like take down this militaristic government as I know it. I think it's definitely gonna be more so like kind of in, like they kind of have like Venn diagram overlapping agendas of like something they need to do. And then like Zuko is able to like take the throne in some sense. Okay. Take power over and, and he's but he's like really teetering on the fence of like, do I become the the man that like I always thought I wanted to be, that my father always wanted me to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, like an even worse Fire Lord Ozai. Or do I go Roku down the path of Roku or do I go down the path of uh Sozin, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I think it will go. And I think like Roku through Aang will be able to like persuade him back to the light side. The c- balance. C- well, think about um, I-, I like th- I like where this is going. I like yeah. where this is going, because previously you said uh, just in terms of like logistics, like the final battle, yeah. you said yeah. that it was going to be Aang and Zuko versus Ozai, right? Ooh, that was a prediction. That, that was a prediction. Yeah. So has that yeah. changed at all? Or does that factor in like hmm. Zuko and him fight together? And you said something about like Zuko making a sacrifice and. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought Z- I-, I had said Zuko is going to die. Yeah. I don't think Zuko is going to die anymore. Okay. Because I think it's, I think it's, th- this show is so much about balance. It's so much about yin and yang. Mm-hmm. And it's so much about like showing the inverse. And I think like, maybe life and death is the inverse where like one dies, one lives. Fuck. Now I'm just tripping over myself because I think like they're just true soul brothers. Yeah. (laughs) They're spiritual siblings. Yeah. Um, that like, I I don't, I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to be, I I think he's going to, I think the show's going to end with Zuko as the fire Lord, Mm -hmm. him bringing peace and harmony back into the world. Mm -hmm. And, I think like we're going to see aged versions of Zuko or like Zuko's kids in the, the next show. What's, what's, what's it called? Legend of Korra. Okay. Yeah. I do think it's very possible that him and Aang fight the fire Lord at the same time. Okay. All right. One other thing I want to prod on for, for Roku. Yeah. Cause Roku said it said in like the recap, which was from episode one of season three, Roku said, I should have done more to prevent the war. Yeah, it's on me. Yeah. Yeah. He said, it's on me. And he said, and like he ends, he's, his life ends in betrayal. There's still that like friendship motif. So does that, yeah. how do you, how do you want to factor that in? Ooh. Okay. So I think Roku is going to be like, you have to murder the, this fucker. Yeah. Like, I think, I think Roku's going to be like, I made the f- grave mistake of not murdering, not killing Sozin yeah. when I should have. Um, and that is that like I failed as an avatar because of that. Mm-hmm. I think is what av- like Roku is going to say. And then avatar is going to be like, or Aang is not going to be able to stomach that. 
Because you the said whole thing is you be said like, last time that he's gonna kill Ozen. Oh, sorry, Ozai. I think I no no no. I think I think they might they're gonna kill Ozai together. Okay. But I think Roku's is gonna say you have to kill Zuko. Oh right. Okay. Because yeah. there's too much of a danger of like him uh-huh. like continuing on, right? Okay. Oh, that is he gonna do that? That's his own great grandson. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe he'll say like it's too dangerous. You know, he's got too much dark side in him. Right. But I think Aang is gonna be the one to be like, No, I'll hug his heart yeah. with spirit and he'll be <laughs> a good boy. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> he'll be a good boy. Uh, okay, last thing, Iroh. Yeah. So what? Oh, who's, what's your prediction on who delivered the letter? Was it Iroh? Yeah. And um, what is what's Iroh's next thing that he wants, or what, what's yeah. he gonna do? So, yeah. So let's back up. So Iroh has been in the cell, and he hasn't talked since. Like he hasn't talked. This is the first time he talked. And this, this is season, the new voice actor. You notice? Oh, it does sound a little different, right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that also makes sense why like they probably um like that's probably also a part of like why they didn't have Iroh talk at all for so yeah. long. Um it kind of makes sense. Um yeah, he is the first time he talks this season. Um and I feel like they they maybe it isn't a missed opportunity. I was about to say like maybe like cuz they didn't address it. They didn't Iroh didn't make a thing of him like acknowledging Zuko and like engaging with him again. Yeah. Right? But maybe the whole thing is that like it ends well it ends with Zuko still in the cell with him. Zuko's in the cell? Oh no, not in the room with him. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, but yeah, I I think like the fact that Zuko's like confronting his like actual identity and history is like like kind of the missing piece of his like journey Mm -hmm. his his, like self-identity journey right Mm -hmm. i don't think iroh's the one who did it i don't know why just a feeling okay or like like showed him the scrolls and stuff Mm -hmm. i feel like maybe i don't know who else it would be i don't think it's (gasps) maybe the mom is still out there maybe mama maybe mama oh son of or daughter of Roku. <gasps> if if the daughter, Grand, I don't think the Grand, mom is alive. Granddaughter. Oh, granddaughter yeah, of Roku. Yeah. Okay, maybe then. Because if it was just the daughter of Roku, I don't think yeah. Roku would be like, I'm going to kill my daughter's son. Yeah, yeah. Or Aang, please kill my daughter's yeah. son. Because R- Roku um, lived 112 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, an yeah. old, yeah. old ass man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was an old ass man 112 years yeah. ago. He was born like a hundred, like two hundred years ago. Yeah, um, like one eighty. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't think it's I don't think it's Azula or the two girls. I don't think it's I don't know who else do we know? I maybe it's a new character, but like I don't think it was uh, okay. Iroh right. for whatever reason. Okay, we'll we'll stick with yeah. that. All right, but I do think like Iroh's in cahoots. I do okay. think I, Iroh's in cahoots with them. Okay, I mean clearly he knew right about the scroll. All right, favorite parts. Let's go through it. Yep, yep. Oh, gush boy. fest, gush fest in the yeah. What a gush fest, man. Uh, favorite part? I, I would say my favorite part is probably him going from like, like basically when uh, he leaves the Fire Nation to train for twelve years. Yeah, there's the a scene where um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, Sozin gives him the uh, like royal artifact, basically the princely crown, mm-hmm. and he don't he, he dons it, he adorns it or whatever mm-hmm. on his top knot, and then he goes on to this amazing um. 
amazing montage. First, he goes to the Southern Air Temple and like becomes befriends Ang's um, Gyatso. Uh, yeah. yeah, Gyatso, Ang's like mentor, friend, monk, and they're like goofing around and yeah. stuff. And then he goes to the water, like the northern uh, water tribe where uh, Katara learned to waterbend. Mm-hmm. And like you see the ice caps and like he's he's there learning. And then he uh, learns, he goes to the Earth Kingdom and like is like rock surfing kind of mm-hmm. with this guy. And they're all like these like, you know, fit to serve, like <laughs> jacked, like trustworthy, like brawny paper yeah. towel men. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and like generally, like you haven't seen animation. Yeah, like the, pe- people dude, animated like that. The, the overall animation episode is so good. So, so, so good, many dude. great so moments. Good. Yeah, yeah. There were some. There there were some like elemental chads, but like mm-hmm. like the the brawny, good looking, trusty yeah. kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like the animation around it, like they just put a little little extra mm-hmm. to the movements. Yep. They animated more the fluidity. Like like there's this one part where uh, Sozin's like. Oh, so is this the ho- like? Show me the way to bend with multiple elements, he man. Just, and like he does, like yeah, some like he imitates forms. other types of yeah, bending. yeah. But it, it was like so good. Mm-hmm. Not only the choreography, but the animation. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, like the all the action sh- scenes of him, like the little sequences of him, like during that montage, were so good. Him fighting the volcano were so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you you feel. I don't know. This this show's so like simple if you think about it, but mm-hmm. you just feel the weight of the years of training and mastery he has mm-hmm. through like the, the how they how well they animated everything. Yeah. It wasn't just like I don't know a Dragon Ball Z blast where they all kind of look the same. Yeah, Roku at his bending, like the way that he was um, air bending a tornado under like a twister under him. Just that's like the first time we see around. that too. Some, someone doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he like tunnels. When he gets when Sozin firebends him, he like tunnels away underground, and then he's like, "Where do you yeah. go?" And he just pops up behind Sozin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. just like clear levels. Of, like th- we're seeing things that are so cool and it requires ingenuity. Basically, he's doing stuff that we've seen Ang the Ang Gang do like once or twice, and we're like super impressed. But he does it like yeah. super casually. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's not even thinking about it. And he, he, he's also, I think it's the first time we kind of see him blend the elements maybe a little bit or like mm-hmm. he does this like deep guttural breath thing to cool the magma yeah. at one point. And then there's this other thing where he's like siphoning heat from one finger and is like using kind yeah. of a lightning like across was in that, and out. To was like, that Sozin that did that? It might've yeah. been. He's, he's taking the heat been. out and shooting it off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like cooling the. And yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing I want to address. That might have been Sozin. I want to address this specifically to the viewers who've seen Korra. Sometimes I watch, or I, in my memory, sometimes I think about this episode and like, did they retcon something that happens in Korra? Was this episode a retcon? But then no. What's a retcon? Like changing the lore. Um, oh. But I'm happy to watch this again and confirm they didn't retcon. And I won't say what I'm talking about. And we're not going to find out what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a major spoiler. Yeah, no, no. We're not going to find out what I'm talking about for several seasons of Korra. All right, all right. Well, you got to remind me in like yeah, three I'll years remember. when we're doing I'll remember it. when it comes up again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, okay, okay. I'm gushing way too hard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Roku, bending moments, amazing. I think the, um, and the animation. Amazing. I think the um, design on this episode was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, like the door to the 
dragon bone catacombs. Like firebending door. Like they always have that at yeah. each of the temples. It's like you can only open it with this kind of bending. We've seen the that bending, at the right? air yeah. temple. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like super intricate. It was beautiful. Uh, the the ancestor murals. It seems that they have a mural for each of the uh, fire lords. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a little bit of like history underneath them. Mm-hmm. I thought they were like, that was a really cool touch. I thought it was really beautifully drawn mm-hmm. and just like a cool, like cultural artifact to put into the fire kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the fire nation. Another detail that I liked some of the outfits that they're wearing in the fire, like in the wedding outfits that they had on. Um, yeah, yeah. I loved it. They like, they're wearing their hair in different ways. They're wearing different clothes. We haven't yeah, seen yeah. before. And it all looks like, like we haven't seen that much of fire nation culture. So it's really cool. Every time we get something new like yeah. that, it's like great. Like all we, because all we see yeah, for yeah. other seasons is basically just the soldiers. Yeah, dude, they're breathing so much life and culture. I, I feel like even more so than the other mm-hmm. nations. And I think it partially has to do with the fact that like they really want to talk about how there's no like easy, clear cut exactly. good and evil. Yeah, but yeah, it was so it's so good how much like vivid, rich detail that they're putting into the the this culture mm-hmm. um i think the uh couple other things that i'll point out i really liked i think my favorite shot of the whole episode was um there's this one point where sozin is trying to convince Av- uh, uh roku about like expanding and they pan out to like a really wide shot and it's just this like beautiful golden blue sky mm-hmm. and like the silhouette of pillars and him and Sozin like standing. Mm-hmm. I remember. And it's such yeah. a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it, and it just kind of, uh, I don't know why, it, like it really does depict. And you know, I, 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 if I recall correctly, I'm pretty sure the two silhouettes are standing in one like silhouetted section. Mm-hmm. And then like as they're talking, like Sozin moves yeah. to like a different, a different one pillar. or something. Yeah. If I remember correctly. But like it really does kind of like make you feel like, oh shit, like. Are the brighter times mm-hmm. over? Like, yeah. kind of like that weight. Yeah, yeah, that was probably my favorite shot. Um, that's what comes to mind for mass. Uh, uh, my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this was kind of cute. Ang was like, uh, in the spirit world, kind of like seeing stuff, and like in the real world, the three of them were just watching him. <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, do they have bathrooms yeah. in the, the, the spirit the world? One time Aang, the, like farts or something. Yeah, they don't really show um, the rest of the gang for the most of the yeah. episode. It's just those that one yeah, breakaway yeah, yeah. moment and then that moment at the end. Oh, I, and one thing that I'll point out, just because last episode we talked about how like Toph is actually getting a lot out of these friendships. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they kind of explicitly kind of made a nod to that this episode where yeah. at the end, like I think maybe Aang said it is like, oh, Roku said like some friendships like last, like past a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Or something, and and Toph is like, "Do you really think that can be true?" And he like she like holds, um, everyone's hands, and mm-hmm. then Sokka's like, "Well, scientifically, reincarnation, yeah. blah blah Actually. blah." And then, yeah, Katara's like, "Just hold her hands," mm-hmm. and they do, and it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I think the confrontation the confrontation that uh, Roku has with Sozin is like one of my one of my favorite parts of the again. What <laughs> I say this a lot. But one of my favorite parts of the series. I loved yeah. when that happened when he like tunneled underground. It's like this guy's yeah, so dude. badass. That was badass. And that was so badass. It's like painful to see these like the friends that they've come into conflict with each other. Although you know what's gonna happen because you know what Sozin grows up to be. Yeah, it's cool to see these like the whenever the avatars have these like 
destructive power that you've never seen before. It's always very a lot, Yeah, that trope also seemed very Asian to me or very Eastern. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Eastern content that is, like, friends, like, having to betray each other at the end. Mm-hmm. And, like, the confrontation of, like, we were once friends kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. literally a Korean, like, a really big Korean movie called Friend. Like, okay. Chingu. And it, this is a big spoiler, but, like, like, childhood friends grow up and one is, like, the second highest Yakuza, like okay. gangster. And the other one becomes like, like commander in chief okay. cop or yeah. something. Yeah. And uh, like, there's a scene where like one of them like stabs the other, mm-hmm. like a bunch in the stomach. Yeah. And like, he goes like, that's enough, man. Yeah. That's enough. I love stories <laughs> like this. Every, yeah, every story, so like a, uh, point break. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love a story like that. Um, and so, like, yeah. I, I guess I'm just a sucker for that. Cause, and I love movies and media about friendship. Um, yeah, we don't yeah. get, a, like, I feel like a lot of times we don't get enough about that. Um, yeah. And I've talked we about, talk about this. Love. We've talked about this, I think, before on the podcast. But, um, like, we get a lot of romance, which I like. Yeah. I love a romance story. Like, Past Lives saw that, uh, like, a month ago. Yeah. You said you still haven't seen I it? St- I still oh, have not. Movie for not. you. Yeah. It's movie for you, man. I know. Yeah. It was like literally like I'm right in the <laughs> exactly. bullseye of that movie. <laughs> exactly. Co- Korean American, yeah. like in New York. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I love a romance movie, but I love uh, movies that really stick with me are movies about like the value of, of friendship and, yeah. and ones that could really depict that very well. Um, yeah. That's why I love. Uh, wait, name 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 a amazing friendship movie. Um, maybe uh, Stand by Me comes to mind. For I was me, gonna, but that's like not one to one. I was gonna say, uh, like a lot of the Studio Ghibli movies are about ah, friendship. That's true, right? That's true, actually. Sometimes between uh, like a human and a creature. Exactly. Sometimes between like an old person and a young person. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People to me is about. Friendship. Yes, that's a great, such a good, great movie about yeah. friendship and. Yeah, and that, that that's thematic. Like just overall, it's it's. Uh, I think we need more content like that because we yeah. need to, like, what's well, healing? Exactly, it's like healing content. Yeah, yeah, it's it's showing like there's value in everybody, and you could be. Yeah, you could you could find friends in unlikely places and people that like you don't normally associate yourself yeah. with, but that could be, uh, you know, it could it could be the most important part of your life is someone that you would never expect. Yeah, that's also why I love uh, Adventure Time. Yeah, very much like this. Yeah. Like Adventure Time, uh, yeah, addresses like being non-judgmental and like mm-hmm. like loving and like having like being a good friend. Like what being like good friendships, what they can do for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they also talk about like how to deal with daddy issues and nihilism yeah. in a very healthy way. I, I love that. And y- yeah. you know, and a lot of anime comes down to the power of friendship at the end. But I don't feel like, I feel like sometimes that's executed well at the end of it. It's like, wow, like their friendship really did. It really did save them at the end. But a lot of times just like, as you, you've said this in previous episodes, I'm going to save my friends. (laughs) But like, you don't really know why they're friends. They just hang out together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe the avatar was just the friends we made along the way. (laughs) That, that phrase has to enter the chat at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about our dislikes. 
Yeah. Any did you critiques? did you want to add any that I I know I gushed for a while. Any any that uh, you wanted to talk about that you liked? Okay. Yeah. Another just another like detail that I like adding, uh, and I want to jump in at certain points to to point this out. Yeah. Uh, the dragons. We've seen the oh, dragons before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What? It was they. Have they we seen them in, in non-spirit form before? Well, the last time we saw them was in Zuko's dream mm. when he's the Fire Lord, and there's the two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there's the blue one and the red one. The red one is Roku's dragon, oh and my then God. Azula was the voice of the blue one, and that was Sozin's dragon. Yeah. Right? So. Oh my like God! That they, That's his yeah. inner conflict. Exactly. The two sides of him. It's the two sides of him, right? And it oh, really so is his actual lineage between these so two good. dragons. So good. Well done, writers. More, yeah, you know, uh, more to come on the dragons. Dude, I can hear like people that have been listening to this podcast or like friends of us, like Sal, like I, I can, Im- I can hear yeah. them being like, yeah, Peter, like <laughs> this show's good, huh? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They really thought it through, huh? Peter? They did. They did. I'm glad we're finally yeah. getting like some meat into the third yeah, season. Yeah, Cause yeah, yeah. as I said before, it's my favorite season. Yeah. There's a couple other details I could point out, but I want to mo- keep it moving. Yep. Yep. Dislikes. I'll start off. My yeah. main dislike is like, I just want more. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like you, you wish it was longer or you just, I just wish it was longer because <laughs> yeah. I want to sit there and watch it for longer. Yeah. 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 No, I feel you. I, I don't yeah. know what, I don't think I have any dislikes. What would I dislike, dislike about this episode? I think. Okay. I know. I know what mine is. Yeah. I know what mine is. I yeah. wish they framed the very first shot of the episode. Just, they give it a little bit more context. Because it's literally like it ends, the recap ends. Oh, and, and it's then like it's directly oh, into Roku. Yeah, it's like, like, it's time for me to tell you yeah, yeah, yeah. about my history. It's like, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where is this coming from? And then yeah, afterwards, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, Aang's asleep. Oh, he's dreaming. And then they go there. Yeah, they, they kind of. I like a little bit of icebreaker yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They just, they do kind of like, like just kind of shake you awake. Yeah. <laughs> time to watch Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time for me to like no explanation why he hasn't done it until now. He's just like, I'm telling you now. Yeah. Which I suspect. Oh, and I also want to bring up another point because it's not going to be a thesis. So I'll just, I don't really know where to put this information, but I said back when we watched the movie, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, I said the proper way to do this movie is to start with Roku's story. Right. Do, do you agree? Do, after I, forget, this episode? I, I forget your uh, spiel, but it was so compelling when you were saying that. <laughs> it was so compelling. That, that was my, my way. It was my way of fixing the movie is to rewind the clock. Start with Roku. That way you get to like really naturally show everybody all the elements. Right. Yeah. But are you saying that that's like 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 a like a five minute expository Like a thing? prologue. Yeah. Oh, OK. A OK. Then, then that's fine. like a 10 a 10 minute prologue yeah okay 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 because the the reason that a studio would never go for that is because they would want to make that its own trilogy yeah after the fact no. you know like <laughs> but he was like the, he was the avatar in a time of peace right there's not yeah, um, yeah yeah there there are stories from that time but yeah you're right but then it's just so much stronger if you could and again here's my pitch is that right away you can really hook viewers in by showing him training with the four elements. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah wow. Yeah. Look at all this. Yeah. Right? You have, like, to, that's you have to get felt. people to give a shit about the world. Yeah. 
Exactly, and you you can show you can show them everything. Can, how oh, did M Nights? How did M Nights start? I think it started with it just starts the same the way ice, as in the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, no, 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 no. You have to give it the stakes. No, no. Sorry, sorry. This is how it starts. It starts with a title crawl, text on black screen, like just Star showing, Wars. Yeah, li- like Star Wars, and it said a hundred years ago, the war, blah 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 blah. Oh, and that's then it terrible. Goes to, M night. Exactly, and it's M-9, like just you're show better that. than that, man. Show Roku uh, his life and set up the stakes, and now the war happened, and then show the genocide, and then go to Aang in the iceberg. Rip, bad. Yeah. Bad. Just make it chronological. I don't. I don't know why I'm resisting it now. I just feel like, I just feel like it's so juicy to learn about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I certainly agree that if they it had would a hook trilogy. People. Yeah, which they planned it to be a trilogy, but it yeah, bombed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh yes, it did. I can't but wait if you're for the fully fucking committed, revival, bro. If you're fully committed, right? Like, yeah. you're just, we're just doing this. Yeah. Dude, in theory, right? Like, usually yeah. when you go from animation to a high-priced drama, usually mm. you have to cut down. But yeah, this is a very rare scenario where, like, like these episodes are probably going to be, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, like... For this this uh, Netflix show? Yeah. So, like... They're expanding. They, like, yeah. I, they have no excuse... For me, from a from a storytelling perspective, mm. if they fuck that up, then I have I have no like. <laughs> I'm not gonna give them any rope. I I think yeah. like I'm gonna give them some rope. Hollywood still hasn't figured out how to crack like how to get the tone yep. and like feel right for um, anything like animated yeah. to live action. It's always hard. Yeah, it's it's rough. And dude, ugh, this One Piece is gonna be a fucking shit show. <laughs> I'll say it every time. Uh, last uh, night, yeah. Last night I was watching Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. the show is so good, and the I just action? remember that the live action exists. Dude, <laughs> I, I actually, as far as live actions go, I, I mean, I have to really like, really just keep an open mind, and I have to okay. force my like heart open. But like, I, I don't. I thought that show was palatable. Like, I thought it was the live action show. Yeah. I, you why, watched you, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, did you think it was terrible? I haven't watched it, but I saw the trailer, and even the trailer, I'm like, this is ugly looking. <laughs> like, they did a terrible job with the production I think design. I think the art and, and just costume that, like, and color that's grading. That's, like, half the reason people watch the show, the yeah, animated right, show, right. is the vibes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, the yeah, style was yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're unique. Right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Cowboy Bebop is breaks, so, like, yeah, it's so aesthetic and vibey. It, it said this in the episode that I watched. It said, I can't remember the exact quote, but it said, like, something like this work is going to be it's like i'm butchering this but it said like it's so original or so unique that it's going to create its own new genre and it's going to be called cowboy bebop that was like the the we're we'll be right back screen that they put on <laughs> and like if, if they're putting it that clear yeah the show is about vibes if you don't nail the vibes you didn't nail the show they really didn't they really didn't yeah they, um dude i remember watching episode one or two and just being like they're they're overusing dutch angles they're yeah. it's like too saturated because even mm-hmm. even for an anime cowboy bebop was undersaturated and hazy yeah like that was the vibe yeah. i don't know why they did it i i do think um i thought i mean i'm a sucker for um john cho um, oh yeah me too and i thought I john cho fits the part well and the guy that looks like sephiroth i, I thought they were both <laughs> cast really well 
Anyway, anyway, uh, I thought it was palatable because literally I was expecting, like, have you seen the Dragon Ball Z live action? No. Dude, <laughs> that's from is, the 90s, right? I think early 2000s. It is okay. worse. It is miles worse than M. Night Shyamalan's. Really? Avatar. It is. Okay. Like, it is like vomit inducing. Okay. And like, it, like, e- like, not even a question. It's like a walk out of the theater quality. Okay. Got it. Um, <laughs> Like, it's not even meme enjoyable bad. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, like they, they just like, <laughs> yeah, they just bastardize. And like, it was just like, it was just like an abortion on a, on a, on a, <laughs> oh, no. on a projector. Like, jeez. <laughs> it's just like that's, an aborted fetus of the IP. Uh, like, that's really sorry, that's graphic language, but it was really bad. Mm. Um, and that's kind of where I've put my bar with anime adaptations. Okay. Um, as, I think the best one to date repulsive. still is... Re- yeah, it was just so repulsive. Yeah, yeah. You um, said, sorry, and I think, like, the best one to date is Roroni Kenshin. But I will say, Roroni Kenshin is about a, like, sword, like this really good sword slayer in, like, Imperial Japan. He was, like, a rogue, like, uh, he was a Ronin. Like, he was, like, a rogue, okay. like, samurai, right? So, this is a Japanese, like, made in Japan live action. Yeah, so it's an anime from, remember, like, Inuyasha and, like, yeah. Toonami? Like yeah. it, it was one of the anime that were playing a lot then. Okay. But then they like it was a but then they made it into a Japanese live action movie. No, okay. Now I I think like well, that makes sense. One, yeah. One it wasn't Hollywood handling the IP. Yeah. And two it was Japanese people making Jap- Japanese imperial time. Exactly. Like like, like <laughs> it it the, yeah it's it, it wasn't a superpower re- like eh, like ish but like it was grounded it was like Daredevil level superpowers right. Okay. Not like Avenger level CGI. Yeah. So and, and it was mostly sword play and imperial costuming. So I think it I think it was executed really like very enjoyable. Yeah. I I could see that completely working. Like yeah. if you just give Japanese studios the money, I'm sure they could make something good. If you give it to us, we just don't get it, right? Dude, I don't know why it's so hard, dude. I really think you yeah. take like someone like Edgar Wright or uh the 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 Daniels, right? <sighs> Have them you just have editing. to make sure that like these people still, I still think there's a cultural gap, right? Unless I think we're ready, man. I think, I think, I think per TikTok, I think we're ready. I, I think we're fucking ready. I think Hollywood execs are, yeah. I think just cowardly. They, yeah. They're just, they just don't get that. They can be like a hundred times more bold than they're used to. Like, yeah. Like that's why everything everywhere won is because like yeah, one they, they like on a tenth of the budget they made <laughs> like CGI happen yeah um and like they were super like yes they were original and bold but I also think like they just cut like they just cut so fucking much yeah and that's kind of what you need to do for anime not not to mention the the TikTokified audience now yeah I don't yeah, know that's I my agree. that's my take that's my I agree take. I agree. <laughs> Uh, let's quickly go over dislikes. I already we've oh, sorry, sorry. been waffling on this, but I just yeah, said yeah, I wish yeah. there was more. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, um, I think they could have done a little bit more around like Iroh felt like more of just like a chess piece in this episode, and I didn't yeah. like it. But I guess maybe in comparison to like the bombshells that were dropped, he is a smaller piece. But right, yeah, that's about it. Okay, let's move on to our bogus thesis. Yep, yep. Bogai thesis. You got one. I think you should go first. Okay. I think it's got to be about some sort of like generational thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to keep it simple. I think like 
the obstacles and like the hard things that you don't overcome in your lifetime will be inherited by your mm. children. Yep. Will be inherited Plain by maybe not literally your children, but will be inherited by the next generations. There's a word for that. It's like ancestral something, but not even essential ancestral trauma. It's yeah. I can't remember. I think, uh, yeah, that's less bogus and just more like social, 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 sociology yeah. or something. But I don't, do I even have to like, I feel like everyone listening yeah. is, intuits like the points around that. Let me try and think of a more bogus one, but like, that's my, that's my first swing at it. Yeah. Give me something bogus. Yeah. Let me give you something bogus. <laughs> I have such a dumb thesis. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. I'm I'm the worst, dumbest thesis. Oh God. Okay. Why did Roku not say this earlier, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, okay, here's the reason. It's because he's senile and he just wasn't thinking <laughs> about it. And then once they That's got so to the dumb. Fire Nation and he saw a volcano, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb, dude. <laughs> That's so dumb. I told you I that's don't want to go. That's not dumb. even bogus thesis. That's like <laughs> that's like the teacher. That's like you're the least favorite teacher. You're the least <laughs> favorite student. And the Shut freshman. Up, Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The freshman professor is like, ugh. Uh, Eli with his yeah. dumb thesis. <laughs> yeah. So cause some weeks, some weeks in the podcast, I'm just like, let's give something very sincere, like what you just said. Yeah, Other yeah, times yeah. just like yeah, yeah. just throw something Yeah, out. yeah. Some some fart. Yeah, fart out a thesis. I was trying to think of something with the hat or like the. I'm sure there's a name for uh, it. Two more things: the hat, yeah, and also friendship. Does friendship ever die? <gasps> Does friendship ever die? That's a good thesis, or that's a good question. Uh, my thesis, my bogus one, might be something like: if Roku stayed, and if Roku wasn't the Avatar. The Sozin would not have felt the need to compensate to do something mm. bigger than what he saw as Roku and would not have gone imperialist. Mm. So I like that. Uh, I think I think Roku gave birth to Sozin, mm. the like the like the imperial spirit within mm. Sozin. Yeah. So I think Roku is to blame for everything um, and that in, in like a cosmic sense, mm. not in a literal sense. The need of people in the fire nation to be the best. Yeah. And since they were close growing up. Yeah. They had to be. Sozin had to outdo Roku somehow. Yeah. yeah. And he had to make a legacy for himself. That's what he could yeah. do. Cause what think, what could the fire nation do? The fire Lord do in times past. Yeah. Right? Be, be, be more harmonious. Yeah. Be, be more, be more exactly. prosperous. Like, a bigger, bigger yeah. parties, right? Yeah. More wealth. But that's like the human psychology that's so fucking right. hard, right? Like, yeah. how do you retain, like, the wisdom of, like, I mean, look at our society now, you know? We're fucking, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, commentary, commentary. Like, <laughs> we live in a society, is basically yeah, what you're trying to say. Yeah, we live in a society. <laughs> yeah, we're doing pretty well. Just, like, enjoy it. You know, we don't do that. We gotta. Yeah, we always have to be more. Uh, see, that's, more. Exactly, we're always searching for more. And I think, no, maybe Sozin should have joined. I think Sozin could have learned to become a much better leader 
if he joined, not to learn the other types of bending, but to learn from the other nations. He was very in- insulated. Yes. Right. And he could yeah. have learned from the air nomads. More is not less. Maybe that's how we can tie it in with the hat. Right. He said, less I have to more, give up my earthly wait. possessions. Right. More is not more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I, I have to give up my earthly possessions. And Roku was, Roku was bummed about that. What does yeah, Sozin do? Yeah. Gives like him something. That. I like Right. That. Gives him yeah. the hat. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's, but, but also the hat is friendship. The hat's also friendship, but it's also Sozin. But it's also royalty, but it's also yeah. like. It's royalty, right it's friendship, and it's also the need for more material good. Yeah, because it's golden and it's like. Uh, exactly. Yeah, 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 He's, yeah. I'm giving this to you so you can hold on to something um, and you can have something, right? Because he can't have yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, you're, you will be worth less if you don't have anything. So I'm giving you this. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. this important so you have thing worth. to have something. And then he yeah, says, now like, what do I yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What, do I, what does he have? Uh, he has nothing. He has nothing. He's given away his most prized possession. He has to take more. From yes. Outside of our nation. Like that's the that's our terrible Earth thesis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for listening to Good another episode. episode of Avatar, the first viewing. I Arrah. hope you enjoyed it. And I want to thank our sponsor for this week, which is Spirit Airlines. <laughs> no, that's no. so bad. That's so bad. We already did um, Haleakala National Park. No, 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 we're not doing that one. No. Again, no repeats. It's sponsored by those, you know, those pens that that you write them with invisible ink. (laughs) Sponsored by Invisible Ink secret message pens. I remember seeing those commercials back in the day, and it's like, yeah, and it uh, it was on Nickelodeon or something. Ah, where the era of Avatar, (laughs) and it was, and it was like. You can write in your journal, and then your sister can't open it and see. And then it's oh, like it would, yeah. show, it would show you like writing your journal entry, and then someone else opens <laughs> it, and it's like, ah, oh, there's nothing in here. Oh, dude, commercials <laughs> from that era, man, hit, yeah, hit different. We we were so dumb. <laughs> Remember sock and boppers? Anyway, oh yeah, I never had them. I never had them. Well, thank you all for listening once again. Please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're so inclined. Whatever rating you think is appropriate, we won't mind. Yeah. I'm not telling on you. Don't worry. Yeah. And uh, also, Spotify has been doing this thing where it like automatically posts. It says, what did you think of the episode? So, you know, how about that? Why don't you respond to that thing that Spotify says? Oh, really? It does. And then I get an email and says, people replied. I'm like, oh, wait, like in, in open in open text or like yeah. thumbs up, thumbs down or no, it's just an open thing. And then I have to hit publish. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so cool. So I do they, do like, that. People can just like give a little note to us. If they they did. And like someone else, someone commented on the episode we did a few weeks ago about yeah. we were talking about the Hindu goddess. Oh, yeah, goddesses, yeah, 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 yeah. And we're saying like, yeah. oh, is it Ganesh that has the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the forehead tattoo? And someone was like. Oh no! Hey guys, by the way, it's Shiva, not Ganesh, or she. Oh, it is Shiva. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, so cringe. Yeah. So cringe. It is Shiva. The Hindu Trinity. Shiva is known as the Destroyer. The Destroyer. Well, we learn something new every day, <laughs> and we learned a lot about the Avatar universe this day. Thank you guys again, and Peter, why don't you send us off some words of wisdom? Love your friends. Give them tough love. Uh, don't murder them, but you know, love your friends and give them some yeah. tough love too. Sometimes, 
Yeah. No threats of murder either. 